I don't feel like we're doing anything that special. We just bought an ice cream truck, got our kids involved, and we're going out each day trying to share good treats, but also a message of hope and that everyone is made in God's image and they have some part to play in society. Welcome to the Good Around Us podcast. Here we share stories of people doing good for communities. I'm your host, Stephanie Keeley. Joel Wegener is a dad, a businessman, and someone who has found recent notoriety for his newest venture, Special Neat Treats. This year, he bought an ice cream truck as a way for his two adult children with Down syndrome to work, learn, and engage with the community. What he didn't expect is the joy and inspiration that has come with it. Here's Joel. Welcome, Joel Wegener. Thank you so much for joining today. You're very welcome. It's my pleasure to be on. Well, I am so happy. As soon as I heard um, a snippet of your story, I really wanted to have the opportunity to have a conversation with you so to hear more and to let you share your beautiful story of your family and the work you're doing um, here on this podcast. Tell us about your family. It is not a small family. We have uh, t- 10 children all together, and uh, each one of them is a very unique gift from God, and that's how we view it. And uh, each one with their strengths and weaknesses. And uh, we have uh, two with special needs, Down syndrome. Uh, I've thought recently, uh, you may not remember the year 2000, uh, but as the year 2000 approached, uh, the world was so worried about Y2K, all the computers mm-hmm. would crash and all that. Well, we survived that. And, uh, and so life kind of picked back up. But then March of 2000, uh, our world changed as Mary-Kate was born. And uh, we realized fairly quickly that she had Down syndrome, had some medical issues, stayed in the hospital uh, for, I think, around 10 days. And that started us on a new journey that we didn't anticipate, we didn't ask for, but it was something that... Uh, that to be real honest, we are better people. My wife and I are better people because of that journey that we've been on now for 21 years. And uh, then uh, several years, we had another child that was not Down syndrome. And then uh, a couple of years later, uh, my wife was pregnant and uh, we had moved to Cincinnati, Ohio at that point. And uh, lo and behold, Josh was born and had Down syndrome and had some medical issues as well. Uh, So we've been on this journey, learning and uh, leaning on friends and family and God uh, through all this time. Mary is 21 now, and so she has aged out of the educational system in Ohio. And so uh, at each stage, of course, there's challenges and questions and all that. So one thing, Mary has always wanted to work with me. Uh, we kind of have a special bond as a father-daughter. And I have another business uh, that we really couldn't find any good place for her to enter into that business and, and help out. Um, my other business is a fundraising business pretty well tied to the school year. So I do have some time during the summer 
that I've always done something uh, with a, as a father of 10. It had to be something that made some money. Uh, and I loved it when I could do something uh, with my children uh, during the summers. So uh, last summer, I, uh, I saw an ice cream truck here in Cincinnati. And it, it triggered a thought uh, that continued to develop uh, throughout uh, the fall and into the winter and uh, into this new year. And so I started doing some research and uh, found a used ice cream truck from Columbus, Indiana. It has a, uh, a history because the people that owned it also had a special needs daughter and they used it to raise money for her therapy and also to give her something to do. So it just seemed a perfect match. And uh, so we um, purchased the, uh, the truck, the ice cream truck, and uh, August, no, not August, April. Uh, April 15th, we rolled out for the first time. I took Mary Kate with me. Uh, we sold $74 worth of ice cream and we were on our way. So. Uh, so that's a little background of the uh, of the ice cream truck and a little bit about our family. I could tell a lot of stories and a lot of history uh, you know, of my life. I spent 20 years in education and now about 20 years running a fundraising business. And uh, I, I feel like all of that kind of has come together to uh, to make this uh, the right thing for us to do right now. That's great. So is Mary Kate your oldest? No, no. I have uh, our children range from 34 to 14. So we have a wow. wide range. So she, she's right in the middle of the mix. So yeah. Yeah. And uh, So you've got a little one who is still in school, a couple yep. who are still in the school system. Okay. Right. Josh just started his senior year at the local high school yesterday. So, so I'm down, oh. one, I'm down one business partner, at least during the day, he'll still help me some in the evenings, but uh, yes, That's he's great. finishing up his final year at the local high school. That's great. So, um, and then you mentioned your own profession, you, you've been in education and you're in fundraising. So um, what, how would you describe your day job? How would you describe your profession? After 20 years in education, I started a, a fundraising business here in the Cincinnati area. And so we, uh, the main product is uh, butterbraid pastries. I'm sure some of you have had that. And so until this summer, I was pretty well known as the butterbraid dude or butterbraid guy. Uh, because that's, <laughs> that's what I do. Now I'm the ice cream truck man or the ice cream man. Uh, but anyway, so I work with schools, churches, daycares, any nonprofit uh, to help them raise funds. And uh, primarily with schools, bands, choirs to help them raise money utilizing butterbraid pastries as well as some other product lines that I that I carry so uh, so that keeps me busy during the school year and uh, so I wanted something to keep me busy during the summer and this has definitely kept me busy this summer this uh, taken off way beyond my wildest expectations yes so you're what you're mentioning for us is that you bought an ice cream truck and you bought it um, Tell us about that moment. Tell us about the need that you were you were facing when you bought that truck. Well, 
you know, the, to be real honest, the, uh, the fundraising business took a real hit during COVID and is it's slowly yes. regaining as many businesses are. And of course, now there's still a lot of uncertainty in, uh, in that realm. Uh, so I did need something to make some money. Uh, and so that was, you know, what first prompted me to, to look toward that. As we, once we purchased it and started working with it, my wife really helped me to start thinking about how can we use this for our special needs children and get them involved in it. And so uh, my wife actually helped come up with the name Special Neat Treats, a little bit of a nod to the special needs. So, uh, so I give her credit for that. And uh, so my wife helped. We there were some cosmetic things. I had to get some mechanical things done on the truck. Uh, so we worked uh, throughout the spring on that. Uh, she even I had some warehouse space I'm leasing. Uh, she brought the kids over. They helped do some of the painting on the truck and all that. Uh, so it became a, a family affair uh, getting the truck ready. And then uh, you know we just realized once we got out there. Uh, what a positive uh, story this was for for others, and uh, mm-hmm. I've been totally overwhelmed by by the response we've gotten, you know, from individuals, and then uh, throughout the community, throughout the city, and then the uh, you know the story has taken off, and uh, you know throughout the nation, and uh, I've given calls and contacts, you know, overseas. People love the story. And I don't feel like we're doing anything that special. We just bought an ice cream truck, got our kids involved, and we're going out each day trying to share good treats, but also a message of hope and that everyone is made in God's image and they have some part to play in society. Yes, that is, that's just beautiful. I mean, it for me, I, I totally get why it's taken off. But um, as you say, from from where you stand, it's something simple. You bought a truck and you started an ice cream business and your family is working in it. Um, so that seems simple, but it is just such a beautiful story. What's that look like? What's the day-to-day look like with special neat treats? Sure. When we started in the spring, we we basically started going out into the neighborhoods yeah, we have the music box and that mm-hmm. really attracts everyone knows that jingle. They do, they <laughs> do. And uh and you know, kids come running out, and then you know, a lot of the adults, it's just amazing because they remember as a kid the ice cream truck coming around. Mm-hmm. And so they uh I remember one time, you know, a dad coming out and said, My wife was about to, you know, kill me trying to get me out the door to hurry and catch the ice cream truck. <laughs> And uh, mm-hmm. so, you know, we started out just kind of going around. Uh, I live uh, in Loveland, Ohio. So uh, we primarily started around the neighborhoods here in Loveland, Ohio, and uh, have a little trifold that we give out uh, that tells a little bit about our story and what we can offer. And, uh, and so I just, we went around and uh, found some neighborhoods and started handing those out. <clears throat> Throughout the spring, that was kind of our focus. It's hitting neighborhoods, trying to find neighborhoods where people loved ice cream and they uh, uh, were very accepting of us. Uh, then uh, an interesting thing about 
<clears throat> the ice cream business is, you would think hot summer days would be good. They are not good to go out in neighborhoods mm. uh, because kids are at summer camps, families are on vacation. If it's really hot, they're in the pool or they're in the AC. Uh, so uh, come June, you know, the neighborhood visits tend to, to start waning. And, uh, but then as my story got out, uh, I started getting uh, people messaging me, hey, can you come to this event? Can you come to our neighborhood? And if someone invites me to a neighborhood, then they put it out on their Facebook. And, uh, and then there's a lot of people that will show up maybe in one location uh, uh, in a neighborhood. And so throughout the summer, I still go out once in a great long while, just randomly to a neighborhood or subdivision. But almost entirely now, it's either events. Uh, yesterday, I was at a uh, two hospitals that had invited me to do like a, a uh, an appreciation treat. And so the mm -hmm. nurses and doctors came out and got a free uh, ice cream. The hospital was paying for it the last Yesterday evening, I went to an assisted living center. Uh, someone had, they had an event there, a car show and food truck and, and myself and some uh, music and all that. Uh, so my calendar is really full with either going to events or people that say, we'd love to have you in our neighborhood. Please come to the pool. We'll make sure people come there. Mm. And uh, so that's that's pretty well, uh, you know, what we're doing. It's running. Uh, yeah. 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 It's, it's busier than I anticipated for sure. Yeah. And, yeah. and I might just throw in here while it's, while it's fresh on my mind, something that I've seen this summer that I would have never thought about, but it's just been so incredibly uh, positive is sometimes I'll go to a neighborhood and they will have, uh, you know, publicized it on Facebook or whatever they do. And so I'll pull up with the ice cream truck and uh, neighbors will come, you know, from all different places in the subdivision. The kids will get an ice cream. A few of the adults will go ahead and get ice cream. Mm -hmm. And then the adults, as I pull away, the adults are interacting and visiting and the kids are just playing and happy. And I'm like, you know what? That is so positive. You know, especially with things the last, you know, 15 months, two years, you mm -hmm. know, people avoided other people so much. And mm -hmm. to see them, you know, standing around in a cul-de-sac or at, out in a yard, just chit-chatting, visiting the kids, happy, eating ice cream, playing together. And and it does something for me just to, uh, to see that because I think, wow, that is so positive. Once again, we can... Look at all the negative stuff in the world, but to see neighbors and kids playing mm -hmm. and uh, and being together, there's something really, really powerful about that right now. Oh, it's so true. It's uh, you know when you described the first, that gave me chill bumps. Wow, I mean that it's just beautiful seeing community come together, yeah. and it feels so nostalgic. And when you described the sound of the ice cream truck, that felt really nostalgic too. So it's yeah. you know one thing bringing on another, um, and and some of the greatest aspects of days gone by where we are gathering in our neighborhoods and in our front yards and. Yeah. Um, 
kids playing and adults connecting. Um, that's really special. Yeah, it is because, you know, if you just would randomly pick out a subdivision, especially in the last 15 months and drive through that, you would not see anyone. You would and maybe somebody out mowing your yard, but you would not see people out on their front porch visiting or anything like that. And so, you know, to have something so simple, bring people yeah. together in such a way, it's just, I mean, I get emotional because, yeah. uh, you know, I, you know, I'm humbled to be able to, to see that happen. And almost every day that I go out, I meet somebody that has a child, a brother, somebody that has special needs. And to be able just to look out my little ice, little window outside, you know, of the ice cream and just have a, even sometimes a short or a long conversation with them. I, I tell the story and I'll probably get emotional telling it because I went to a school one Thursday afternoon and, and the school was having a program for special needs kids uh, for the summer. It wasn't a large school. It wasn't a large group. I didn't make much money that day doing that, but it, it gave me such focus of what special need treats is all about because I'd given out ice cream to everybody. And this little girl named Maddie came up to the window and she said, thanks for coming. You made my day. And, uh, and I started just chit chatting with her and she was, she was very talkative and she told me her, her diagnosis of, of uh, manic depressive and uh, autism and some other uh, disorder. And, uh, and so we just, we just talked for a little bit and, and without even thinking, it just came out of my, my mouth. I said, Manny, God made you just like you are. And he has something very special for your life. And, uh, and we just had a short conversation, but when I drove away that day, I was wiping tears. I was like, this is so powerful just to be able to, you know, I'm not going to cure her of autism. I'm not going to be able to deal with all the issues in her life. But for one day, she had a great day. I made her day and I was able to speak into her life some truth and some hope. And uh, it maybe didn't change. It might not change her life, but it, I will always remember that day. And God's got that plan for you, too. Yeah. And you're seeing it right now, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I am. And and I am so surprised, you know, because, you know, I, like I said, I spent 20 years in education and I, and I know I touched lives, then, you know, and I'm yes. friends with many of them on Facebook. And I've done other things in my life that I would think, well, maybe God's kind of using me here and I'm making an impact. But I never in my wildest dream would have thought, buy an ice cream truck and impact lives. I would have never thought of that, but there's your tagline. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 Uh, But yeah, it's just been, been incredible. I, uh, uh, I, last week was, uh, it was very hot and humid here probably was where you are. And uh, I was going home one day, one evening and I had been a hot, humid day. 
And I got a text from a friend of mine in Minneapolis. Uh, I know him through the fundraising business. And uh, he sent me a text and uh, he said uh, uh, he had seen something that I posted on my Facebook. And he said, I just love seeing their smiling faces and, and you as you uh, beam talking about them. And I replied back. And then he said this, he goes, I'm low. I am loving watching this. The impact and message is so powerful. It is exactly what we need in a time of such negativity. I'm exhausted hearing the daily reports. I want the news to start with two stories like yours each day so we can see the blessings around us. Please keep it up. Even when you are tired, we will be the wind in your wings. And it was mm. like, wow. You know, that was just what I needed, you know, to keep plugging along through hot, humid days and you know, there's yeah. challenges. I've got my truck in the shop today. It's got some issues, got to get worked on. So, you know, it's yeah. not all fun and games, but, you know, to see the reward is just, yeah. you know, to see the impact is so rewarding. Yeah, it's a, definitely, it's it's hard work and yeah. um, it can get tiring and, and even emotionally draining, I'm sure as well. Um, so that's your motivation though. And, and, you know, even going back to one of the purposes of the truck was to provide jobs for Mary Kate and for Josh uh, to learn a skill and to have some responsibility. So tell us a little bit about that kind of tangible goal there and what is it that they're learning and doing um, through this work? Sure. Yeah. And Mary and Josh, uh, well, Josh, if he gets to know someone, he's very outgoing and, uh, you know, gets kind of silly and all that, which people love that. But Mary especially is very reserved. And, uh, and so to help her, I, you know, my goal is, and I know it's going to take time uh, and more time than, than, uh, than I would like to get her, you know, comfortable being able to interact with people that she doesn't know and build some social skills. And so, you know, I have just short conversations. You know, I, I last yesterday or last night when we were out, you know, I, I told, you know, mentioned to her, you know, it's important to smile and, you know, respond. You know, people love to talk to them when they see them in the truck, you know, and sometimes they'll talk, sometimes they won't. Uh, you know, and she goes, well, I, I'm scared. You know, and, you know, it's just who she is. And, uh, you know, she's never going to be a social butterfly like some, some people are. Uh, but, you know, I think over time, my goal is to help her to become more comfortable, you know, to, to at least talk a little bit and smile and interact with people. And then, of course, with the money, trying to, uh, you know, help mm-hmm. them understand a little bit about money and, uh, you know, how all that works and making change and so forth. So. Yeah, it's one of the last um, remaining true cash businesses. So yeah. you do get that opportunity to learn about money and using math in that way. And right. that's right. great. Yep. Yeah. But certainly those, those um, human interactions are great, especially for a reserved child. Yeah. Um, but then as you've mentioned, there's so much giving back too, because it's um, just so great to be, I'm sure a customer of yours and of theirs 
to get to be part of it and, and feel what it's like to just be part of this whole community support of, of this work and, and elevating and, and shining a light on the value that all humans have and exactly. bring. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And once again, we've had, <clears throat> we've had just so much uh, positive, you know, feedback from people. Uh, I had a lady from uh, New York state call me and say, Oh, i love your story. I saw your story. You know, oh. how can I be involved? And uh, she sent a hundred dollars uh, to, you know, to give free ice cream wherever I wanted. So I'm going to give out a, a, our birthday party package is $99. So I'm going to give a special needs child a, a free birthday party uh, on a lady in New York state that I'll never see or, you know, be around here to get any ice cream off the truck. So uh, just so many people say, hey, we want to be involved in some way. We love uh, the story and we love being able to help others. So it just, mm -hmm. you know, it has given me uh, a renewed faith in the goodness of people. And I know there's evil everywhere. I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, too, so naive to think, oh, everybody's mm -hmm. good and there's no evil in the world. No, not at all. But there's so right. much good in people and people love helping others and being a part of something like what we're doing. So, Yeah, absolutely. So I'd love for you to share your insights um, on how we as community members, as neighbors, how we can show up best for people with special needs to make sure that they're feeling valued and loved and included. Um, how should we engage with people? You know, I think, and I know everyone's personality is different and, you know, some, some people are just uncomfortable with special needs individuals. You know, and I, and I can even see that in myself. You know, I'm very comfortable with Down syndrome uh, people because that's, you know, I've spent a long time, 21 years around that. But sometimes when I encounter people with other disabilities, I, I find myself feeling a little uncomfortable as far as how to interact, what to say and all that. Mm -hmm. uh, but what I say to myself and say to others is, just treat them as a human being, treat them as who they are and uh, feel free to, to talk to them. If they're unable to talk back or they don't, you can still smile. You can still, you know, just interact as, as best you can. And, you know, not in a condescending, feel sorry for you type thing. Don't feel bad that you are uncomfortable. You know, because we all have a little bit of that in us of, of being uncomfortable, but try to try to get over that as much as you can and just smile, talk, interact. And uh, and, you know, most most importantly, don't don't ignore them you know, and, mm -hmm. and talk to them. Don't just talk to their parents about them. You know, talk to them. Mm. Yeah. You know, they're a human being. They have worth. They have feelings. You know, and my. It, you know, my kids have, have feelings. They get their feelings hurt just like anybody else. And, uh, you know, through the years, 
for the most part, we've had amazing support, friends, family, and community and all that. But there's always, you know, always those that, you know, for some reason just don't, don't get it. And you just move on. Well, thank you. I think that's, um, that's so helpful. Like you, and I I really appreciate you saying that, you know, it's okay to be uncomfortable. It's okay to not be sure, but the main thing is to interact with another person as you would any other person and, and care and ask questions and be kind. It's um, that basic humanity piece. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. So um, is there anything else you'd like to share? Last Saturday, I went to an event up in Dayton. And uh, so there was a playground and Mary and Josh, even at their age, love to see new playgrounds. For some reason, they always enjoy it. So we finished the, the event serving ice cream. And uh, so I asked Josh and Mary, hey, you want to go look at the playground equipment? And, and so they went over there to the playground equipment. I finished up little bit at the ice cream truck and, and walked over uh, to where they were. And there was a, one of my kids was trying to get on a piece of equipment and there was this little Down syndrome girl uh, that was kind of in their way. And so they were waiting and the mom came rushing over, you know, worried about it, said, eh, no big deal. And uh, so then she looked at me and she looked at the kids and she goes, are those yours? And I said, yes. And, uh, she uh, recognized us from seeing us on some news uh, feature. And she goes, are you the, the guy with the ice cream truck and all that, the kids? I go, yeah, I sure am. And, uh, and she came over and started visiting. She goes, I just saw your story and was telling my husband about it. And, uh, and then she got all emotional and teared up. She goes, this morning, I told God, I need some reminder and something said, we're going through a lot of stuff right now. And uh, I just told God I needed something, some something that would show me that he's still uh, taking care of us. And he said, as she said, meeting you all is exactly that. And she was tearing up and uh, so emotional. And, uh, you know, I told her, I said, I'm not surprised. You know, God has just put us in certain places to help people. And, uh, her little girl's name was Esther, so she took pictures with us, and uh, it was just a, a neat interaction. Her, her uh, husband is military, so I'm sure there's a lot of stress mm-hmm. going on in their lives right now with the special needs. Yes. Kid. Once again, I didn't solve any problems. All I did was showed up, smiled, and, uh, and gave some hope uh, to that family. I know <clears throat> people might be thinking, you know, that's cool. You did this, whatever. Yeah, I can't do that. You don't have to do an ice cream truck. You know, if you have a special needs kid, you know, think of other ways to, you know, to bring them into society. And uh, then, uh, you know, just think outside the box and be willing to do something that, that, that seems crazy. You know, I, my older kids kind of rolled their eyes when I <laughs> bought in a, an ice cream truck, <clears throat> especially when they saw it, it needed some work. And, you know, they kind of rolled their eyes and I was like, hey, yeah, I, this may be another one of my crazy ideas, uh, but I may be have the last laugh. And uh, now they're coming around and saying, wow, 
this is unbelievable what's going on. So yeah, yeah just be willing to do something, uh, even if it if it seems uh, unorthodox, if it doesn't seem like what everybody else is doing. I thought, you know, what are some um, things I've learned or mottos or whatever? Uh, you know, one thing is, <clears throat> of course, I'm a I'm business minded. I want to make money. That's yeah, that mm-hmm. I run a fundraising business, and now this is a business. But yet, yeah, the bottom line is not always the bottom line. Yeah, it's not always about making money. Yeah, I think of that story I told you about Maddie. Uh, that wasn't mm-hmm. a real lucrative afternoon to go there. Uh, didn't make just a whole lot of money for my my time. But the bottom line is not always the bottom line. And so it's not always about money. It's about, you know, where can you make impact? How can you make impact? And, uh, you know, you do, you do what you need to do. And, uh, you know, the money parts going to fall in place. You, know, you got to be smart, but you know, don't, don't go out just trying to make money, try to make an impact. Yeah. I, to be honest, I'll have to say, I bought the ice cream truck to sell ice cream, but now it's so much bigger than that. Yeah. We sell ice cream, but, we do a whole lot more. And I'm humbled by that. Joel mentioned when we closed that he doesn't want to ever come across as boastful. He truly is humbled by the blessings that have come. I loved how each story he shared of interactions from the ice cream truck illustrated the simple ways and often the unexpected places that he sees good unfolding. Small ripples eventually make large waves. To connect with Joel and Special Neat Treats, you can like their Facebook page named Special Neat Treats. To hear more inspiring and uplifting stories like this one, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast wherever you're tuning in. Thanks for listening to the Good Around Us podcast. Until next time.